there's no way out I've got to show them what I've become And there's no doubt Come on back to the world And I'm still hanging on There's no way out I've made my choices where I belong And there's no doubt When the road gets up I keep my head strong Troubles in my life have been all the same With a strain in my mind getting hurt again There's a pain in my heart but it's just a game Gotta get over it, won't go insane Won't achieve anything while I'm down Don't wanna give out my heavyweighted frown I'm stopping this now, I'ma turn it around Heaven's on the ground, now I'm looking at the clouds Gonna make a change like a change, bigger getting changed Gonna stay the same with my mind frame rearranged Gonna wish the blue out my mind and my eyes Was I blind in my mind cause that was old times Cause I'm starting fresh with a clear vision You can even spell my name in optimism Just track the M's and I and the P And then what you're left with is me There's no way out I've got to show what I've become There's no doubt Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of the Zod Ryder Show. I am Zod Ryder, and as promised tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest with me. I have yep. uh, I have Mr. Eric Blake, and yes, sir. I you know I've had Eric on the show before. We had Eric on uh, huh? on the Zod Ryder Show just prior to the first. A project Comic Con initiative oh, yeah. to get the Snyder Cut of Justice League released. So, welcome back to the uh, Zod Rider Show, Eric. It's good to have you here. Yeah, good, yeah, it's good to have me back. And I gotta say, like, um, when, when I saw like your last little like um, commercial on Twitter for the show was like a picture of me next to a picture of a whole of a pallet full of money, and you said forty million. So I was wondering, whoa. We didn't discuss this, but thank you. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking that there, I'm sitting here thinking that today there's a lot of uh, topics, you know, that we yeah. can discuss uh, in yeah, terms would... of, in terms of the, uh, in terms of this whole thing. I mean, I have a lot of, a lot of questions, a lot of things I want to ask you, and a lot of stuff that I think yeah. you and I are going to be able to. Uh, talk about and basically iron out because there's been a lot of a lot of I would say there's been a lot of stress in the Snyder yeah, Cut has. movement lately and I don't and personally and I, I have to tell you before you say anything I just have to tell you a lot of the stress that's that that's coming is all basically just a difference in opinion and a difference of of, yes, it is. of of ideology as far as what people believe in terms yeah. of the actual existence of the Snyder Cut in terms of yeah. the percentage it's, uh, of completion to the yeah. to the uh, possibility of release versus the fact that some people yes. believe that it won't be released. So there's all these things and all these <laughs> questions, and I think that it's important that. You know, we 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 try to address that here. So, Eric, while I have you on the phone, I guess the first question I I have for you is, where do you stand on the Snyder Cut issue 
as far as okay. completion of the cut. Do you believe that a completed, ready-to-be-released version of this movie exists, regardless of all of the rhetoric we hear from all sorts of different sides as far as the yeah. fandom goes? I think there's a very good chance of that. Now, let's look at what is completely, 100% indisputable. Number one, the Snyder Cut exists. It is completely indisputable that Zack made another cut. Number two, shooting, including whatever pickups and reshoots Zack wanted to do, was 100% done. All right? And number three, the picture, like we know from Larry Fong, as he pointed out, the, the Snyder Cut had reached picture lock. Editing was 100% done. Everything that was on Zack Snyder's end to do was done. Now, we also know that after Zack was done shooting, that was October 2017, that that was when he started post-production. Now, of course, he actually arguably started a bit before because, you know, once he's done shooting, he sends those those shots when he was done and he approved the shots and he approved the scenes – and locked them together, <clears throat> he sent them straight to the VFX artists. And he shot the VFX-heavy scenes first. So with all that in mind, even that aside, he ended shooting in October 2017, and he left the film, <clears throat> whether he was fired or not, we don't know, we're not sure. Some people say fired, some people say he just stepped down after the death of his daughter. But regardless, he left... In May of 2017. That is seven months. Joss Whedon comes in in June. And the movie is released in, no- in early November. Joss Whedon had five months. To write the new scenes. Shoot the new scenes. And do post-production on that. Zack Snyder had more time to do post-production alone. Then Joss had to do everything that he was brought in to do. <clears throat> so there is a very, very good chance that the VFX are almost done. Now, 80%, 85, 90, who knows? Um, we know that Junkie XL, his mute, like his score was done. But whether or not, but the, this, the debate is whether or not he was able to edit it into the Snyder Cut. Were they able to edit that in? Now this is where the whole $40 million thing comes in. I have always, from the beginning, ever since John Aaron Garza's article came out, I looked at that as a worst case scenario. Now for me, whenever I talk about the $40 million number, and you remember this with the last time I was on. The last time I was on. Even if, worst case scenario, they need, they still need $40 million to finish polishing up the VFX and edit in the score into the rest of the sound mixing. And, and this is what people often forget when they denounce the $40 million number and pay up all those actors that Warner Brothers stiffed when they reshot everything. 
But even all that aside, even if the number is $40 million, that's not a big deal. That's a drop in the bucket. Warner Brothers, if they had to pay that, they couldn't make that money back easily, very ridiculously easy. All they have to do is open it up in China, release it in China, play up the fact that uh, that one of their the young Chinese superstars, one of the big superstars in China, is playing Dr. Ryan Choi, and he has not a major role necessarily, but a an important role in the film. And boom, the opening week in China alone, you get that forty million back and more. So the way I have always looked at that forty million dollar number is. It's not a big deal. It's not worth screaming about. It's not worth arguing about. It's just a little worst case scenario to look at and shrug off and say, okay, fine, whatever. Even if it's, if it, whether it's lower or if it's, or if it is that high, it's just a matter of, hey, hey, Warner Brothers, you're going to make money off the Snyder Cut and it's indisputable you're going to make money. Everybody is going to watch this movie, even people who hate it. Even if you remember, <clears throat> if you were watching um, my debate with uh, with uh, Jacob Airy on uh, the Fight in the Void podcast, and we, even he, like, he is not a fan of Zack Snyder. He was interested in seeing it. Even people like Collider, even John Campia himself, you know everybody is going to watch the Snyder Cut out of, even if, if nothing else, out of sheer curiosity. Warner absolutely, Brothers, absolutely. Warner I, Brothers, yeah, Warner Brothers will make money off of the Snyder oh yeah, Cut. Oh yeah, no uh, that's, you know that's not that's not you know and that's <laughs> not in dispute at all. And I you know yeah. and I and I, and I understand everything you're saying about about the yeah. number not being a big deal. And here's my whole counter to the idea that this is even an issue at all. The idea yeah. the my whole counter is when Zack Snyder tells people. Told people that the movie was done and that it required, and then the, he said something about minor tweaks. My thing mm -hmm. is this: if Zack Snyder believed that there was <laughs> anything, that there was anything keeping this movie from being physically released, yeah. he would have mentioned it when people asked him about it. There's no yeah. way in the world Zack would have said Zack would have said. It's done. It's up to Warner Brothers to release it. If there was yeah. something that was going to hold the movie back to the point yeah. where it couldn't be released. So my bone yeah. of contention with the people that are constantly spouting $40 million in unfinished visual effects and whatever else there may be with this movie, my biggest issue, aside from the fact that I personally believe that a completed, ready-to-release copy of this yeah. movie exists... My my biggest bone of contention is the fact that Zack Snyder didn't believe, doesn't believe that there's anything keeping this movie from being released, but Warner Brothers. So if yeah. if even so, even <laughs> if that forty million dollar, uh, you know, dollar amount happens to be the truth, even if that's mm -hmm. the case, that dollar amount is not keeping this movie from being released. Exactly. This movie can exactly. be released at any moment. <laughs> If Warner yeah. Brothers really wants to put it out, so I mean, that so that's hell. my that's my biggest issue. Yeah, hell, hell. I mean, the Donner cut, the Donner cut, as it is, is less, is complete, less complete. Is less complete for sure. So it's for sure. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I, and there there you go. But it's really, and I'll say this like, 
and, and, and it's funny you mentioned like people who keep bringing it up. As far as I've noticed, the people who keep bringing it up are the people who are denouncing it, who are denouncing the $40 million number. Because it's rather like what Orson Welles said. Everyone denies that I'm a genius, but no one ever called me one. It's like, yeah, I mean, yes, people uh, like people like uh, like Garza or whoever, like bring it up as a side. But really, they only bring it up in the sense of, well, the the key agenda is to make it clear to Warner Brothers that they have no excuse. They will make money. So that's really and people com- who are complaining about the number, like uh, I, 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 rec- I saw um, y- yesterday or a couple days ago, um, it wasn't me, but someone else tweeted, the people who are upset about the $40 million, are, are do they really believe? Do they really believe that the, that the Snyder Cut is inevitable? Because really, it seems to me that this anger over people, over the four, any, any talk of the $40 million number seems to be rooted in fear. They don't want to talk about it because they're afraid that that if true, it would be a roadblock to the release of the Snyder Cut, which it isn't. It's fine. I, well, my, my, I, and that, that's what that's the point that I, I've been trying to make. I feel like yeah. the, I, the, the problem is, and I and I and I don't know, you know, what your position is on this or what how you see it. But I think the biggest issue that people are having is that the same people that talk about this $40 million earmark are the same people that keep bringing up the fact that the movie has incomplete and pre-visual effects sequences in the movie. And they keep using the fact that Zack Snyder posts incomplete pictures on Vero. And my whole argument to that is... He's probably contractually, he probably can't release, can't show you anything but incomplete images. Yeah. I'm sure if yeah. he could, if he could, because if Zach could show us the whole movie, he would. Clearly, he's only, he's only allowed to share so much and he shared everything that he could show. So my biggest yeah. problem is when I see people yeah. going on, going on their podcasts or on their YouTube videos and saying things like, well, we could tell by looking at that shot of Dark Side that there's a lot of work that still needs to be done to that character because that's previs. And that, and to me, that's just not the case. Just because Zach is sharing with us a pre-visual <coughs> image doesn't mean that Dark Side wasn't completed for the movie. It just means that that particular image that Zach is showing us is an incomplete image yeah. of dark side so i don't yeah. understand so i don't understand why that keeps getting why that keeps getting brought up either it irks me more than anything that people are bringing up the posts that Zack snyder does on vero to justify an unfinished movie argument and i just don't think well, because you yeah. know you you know let, let, let's think about this yeah. for a minute you know because yeah. you've made you've made short films yourself I've been involved in, I've been involved with films. Yeah. I've been involved with making movies too. And when you're on set, you have a lot, you can do have a lot of, uh, of production stills from a movie that doesn't necessarily yeah. represent the final product that you're going to get when you yeah. watch the movie. So to yes, me, again, I don't understand how anybody yes. can justify that line of thinking. Yeah. And again, and again, um, Bill, it's sort of yes, ending onto that. As I said, um, Zack Snyder, Filmed 
the VFX heavy scenes first. And once he looked at them in the editing room and then put them together the way he wanted and made sure there's nothing that needed to be reshot, he sent them straight to the VFX artist. So I would not be surprised if it was done. Now, I, but the thing is, I do see the arguments on both sides. Now, the idea that he worked that like, I assume like what you're, you're referring to is the idea, is the theory that after leaving, he still like fixed up the vision. He did, he continued to work on the visual effects and all that. And what he's showing is what was finished by the time he left. Is that what you're kind of getting at? No, I'm saying he's showing, he, the only reason he's not showing us completed images of the film is because he's not allowed to. I'm sure that if he could, he would show us full on still images completed from the movie, but he can't because contractually, if he starts doing that, he'll get in trouble. And Warner Brothers only allows him to set, to, to show us, to show us previs images and incomplete stuff and stuff. That he even said himself that he's showing us a lot of stuff with incomplete backgrounds and unfair. Yeah. He said that himself. And the reason he only shows us that kind of stuff <laughs> is because that's what Warner Brothers allows him to show. That's what well, I, that's what I, I think. Th- that makes the most logical think. sense. Maybe, maybe, but the key words there are you think, and until we know for sure, the rest is speculation. Now, I do see your argument, and as I said, like, the very fact that he does the VFX heavy scenes first and then sends them to the editing bay while production is going on does lend credence to that. However, like, uh, as I say, you know, I do understand, I'm looking at both sides here, and this is why a lot of people... For the longest time in the movement, I have tried my best to look at both sides and, you know, to try to be like a kind of a sort of a peacemaker. Uh, either I don't do it very well or people just don't want to hear it, but whatever. That's, that's them, I guess. But regardless, the whole thing to keep in mind is, again, this is a worst case scenario. But even then, even if the previs is just, if this, if those shots are still previs, I've been looking, like, just look at what Chris Dawson was able to do on a shoot. Well, that, well, that right there, that, that right there, yeah. the fact Chris Dawson is the biggest, is the biggest yes. example of why I feel that the movie yeah. is done. Because if Chris yeah. Dawson can sit in his, can sit in wherever he is on a laptop and make, yeah and work wonders with these with these unfinished scenes you don't yeah. think that Zack Snyder who has a full production company at his disposal could have gotten this movie done i mean that that's where that that's where my argument is like i, I don't understand how anybody could believe that the movie would would be would exist in an incomplete state at this point in time now maybe a couple years ago a couple years ago sure Maybe, uh, maybe even, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll give, you know what, I'll give Dave and Garza and their source, I'll give them this. Let's, let's even go even for, let's say, let's say eight months ago, this was true. A lot yeah. can happen, a lot can happen in eight months. I mean, yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't, you, I mean, it's impossible. I mean, and like you said, like you pointed out yeah. earlier, when you said that, that Joss Whedon had less time to do everything yes. than Zack Snyder did when he was on board. Yeah. Zack Snyder had a lot more time to, to do yeah. what he was doing because he was still attached yeah. to the movie until what, May? So, yeah, May. 
so that so that's why I'm saying I I don't that's why I don't understand like why it's so hard for some people to believe that a completed cut okay. of this movie exists at this point, especially when you have Snyder himself saying it's done, and you have yeah. other people coming out saying it's 100% complete, it's ready to go. It's not like yeah. it's not like we're being it's not like we're not being. T- and then you have people coming out like Mark Hughes saying yeah. stuff like. From what he's hearing, he he believes that the movie is inevitably going to be released. So it's, so I don't, so that's where my issue is. Go ahead. I will say this. I don't think right now there is anyone in the movement who believes that is not inevitably going to be released. Uh, I don't think, I certainly don't think that Dave or Garza or Colbert believe that there, that it is going to be prevented from being released that it is inevitable that it will be released at some point now it may now worst case scenario may take a few years but it's going to be released now the movement behind the snare cut is so much more massive than the movement behind the donner cut so it's going to happen a lot sooner than it did for the donner cut but there's that now but again like again like i if i may put on my tin my own tinfoil hat going back to to uh chris dawson Part of me can't help wondering if maybe the reason for his delays with the black suit edition is that somebody gave him a call and say, hey, Chris, this is Zack Snyder. I was wondering if you could do some things for me. Yeah, that would be tinfoil. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Although I did like I remember I think I think it was me. It may not have been, but I think it was me who uh or uh, it was someone who like posted a question like when Dave had Chris Dawson on the Film Junkie podcast, they were sending him questions. Someone asked him um, about the idea that he was being hired, and uh, Chris is like, uh, "Well, look, I have not been gotten any calls, but look, honestly, it's the kind of thing that you would say because." You're not supposed to confirm this kind of thing. It's a surprise. I, I, I'm to the point where I I think, and this this is just my personal opinion. I believe that Chris Dawson is a certified yes. genius. That man, yep. the stuff, regardless of how you feel on the issues in regards to the Snyder Cut, one thing yeah. we can all one thing we can all agree on is that Chris Dawson is doing marvelous yeah. work. And honestly, yes. Chris Dawson is he, is just, I mean, it's unbelievable what he is able to accomplish by yeah. himself as one guy working on this, doing all the editing, doing the, that last, like, little, like one <coughs> trailer that he released not too long ago, that little snippet yeah. in the bunker with the Flash yeah. and Superman yeah. and, 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 uh, and Batman yeah. was incredible. I, I just, I mean, when I think about, and that's why I say when I look at what Chris Dawson is able to do, I see yeah. a man with the resources that Zack Snyder has, and that's why I sit there and say to myself, there's no way this movie isn't done. Now, I can go along with the argument that maybe the copy that Warner Brothers has isn't as com- yeah. isn't complete like the copy that Zack Snyder has. Yes. But I'm also but I also do not subscribe to and I have a hard time believing that Zack Snyder gave up his director's yeah. guild uh, rights when he left the project. I have a hard time believing that because I don't think that we would have a Snyder Cut movement 
if Zack Snyder really did give up those directorial rights because Zack would have told us yeah. I gave up my rights. There's no way there's no way that I can that I can that we can do anything. Yeah. And and that would be I mean and that would make sense. So to me I yeah. feel like the reason why he was able to work on it after that is because by director's guild rules, he is allowed to work on his director's cut. He is allowed to complete yeah. his copy of the film, which is why I say several months have passed since that information that um, Colbert, Garza, and, and Dave, the film junkie, put out. And like I said, I'm not taking anything away from those guys in the fact that maybe at, maybe at one point they were right. But I feel like yes. at, this, at this point in time, we've reached a point where the movie's yeah. the movie's gotta be done. Just yeah. look at Chris, just look at Chris yeah. Dawson. Exactly. And I mean, like yeah. I said, Chris Chris Dawson is is the is the answer. You see him, you yes. see what he's been able to do, and you cannot doubt. I mean, yeah. the, the, you know what? Okay, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Cyborg's first flight. Yes, that was glorious. I mean, come on, man. Uh. He was able to do that, and you're, he was able to do that from his laptop. And you don't think that that Zack yeah. Snyder was able to complete whatever yeah. whatever little yeah. tweaks Zack said that the tw- yeah. he talked about at SnyderCon. Now, keep yeah. in mind, these people are saying that visual effects aren't complete. Zack is saying uh, it was just the, it's done, and that there were little tweaks. So yeah. you um, so that's the that's the problem. There's a big discrepancy there between between tweaks and and huge amounts of visual effects work that needs to be done. There's that. So well, I, I will say so this: there is the argument, like the argument, and I and remember, you remember I've been on the vodka stream several times, of course, with Dave and with Colbert and so on. I haven't been on with uh, Garza yet, but that would be interesting if I were. But there, the argument from them is yes. Zach could easily have finished it, and there's there's a good chance that he did. But the question is, would he be allowed to release that cut, or would he have to be the cut that Warner Brothers has that would have to be finished? That's one. No, well, I don't even. I mean, I don't even think that that's an argument because, as far as I'm concerned, if Zach finished it through his studio and worked out a deal with Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is going yeah. is going is going to want to release the most completed, yeah. polished version of the movie that exists. So I don't think that it's a right. matter. I don't think it's a matter of Warner Brothers saying, "Well." We have an unfinished copy over here, and we yeah. can't release your copy because you worked on your copy outside of the studio, so we can't. Yeah. I feel like the man that being be, entitled to yeah. his director's cut makes yeah. all that null and void, and when Warner Brothers is ready to release it, they're going to go to yeah. Zach, hence the 214 and minutes. Yeah, and it's funny you mention that because, like, that's the kind of sh- that kind of trickery, that kind of quibbling is like, well, it's not the cut that we have. That's the kind of thing that you could expect Sujahara and Emmerich to do. But Sujahara is gone, Berg is gone, Whedon's gone, Johns has been kicked to the kicked to the curb, like doing these little tiny little pet projects. Only Emmerich remains, and honestly, I think his days are numbered. And yes, Anne Sarnoff coming in, she said, you know, we're happy to work with Tony, but really. She, it's one of those polite kind of diplomatic things, and you know we've been hearing good things. You know, say what you will about Garza, but like some things he says have been great. Like he's been saying he's been hearing that it's only a matter of time before Emmerich gets the Me Too too. So and but with Ann Sarnoff and J.J. Abrams, who is a known out friend of Zack Snyder's, 
and Jim Lee, another known friend of Zack Snyder's, and Walter Amada, who reportedly saw the Snyder Cut and prefers it, with those in and no obstacles left, they would make a deal. I think they would. I believe so too. And, and yeah. you know, let me make, let me make one thing, one thing perfectly clear. You know, you mentioned, yeah. you know, John Aaron Garza. Uh, look, yeah. I have nothing but respect for John Aaron Garza. I've never had, I never, personally, I never had a problem with John Aaron Garza. John, uh, my, my issues with John Aaron Garza as far as disagreeing with him goes are only, are only Snyder Cut related issues, and I got lu- I got unfortunately got lumped into something that I was not involved with. That hey, created, join the club. That created hey. that created a rift between myself and Mr. Garza. And to be honest hey, with you, join the club. And to be honest with you, look, I, look. To yeah. be honest with you, I feel like I feel like ninety five percent of the mm-hmm. of the stuff that has divided people in the Snyder Cut movement has all been the result of misunderstandings. Yes. I mean, I'm just being yes. honest. That's where that's where I stand on it. I think the majority yes. of it has been has been like that. Now now I you know and I and like I said, I'm not the type that wants to get involved with personal stuff where where yeah. this person is accusing this person of this, this person did yeah. this to this person. Certainly not. All that personal stuff has nothing yeah. to do with the matter at hand, which is yeah. Artistic integrity and getting this movie released. Nobody, I mean, all that other personal petty stuff has nothing to do with the movement itself. And so to me, I I, I hate the fact that that kind of division is what's created the types of problems. And I, and, and I can remember my biggest, my big misunderstanding with, uh, Garza and Dave the Film Junkie was the day that I, I had uh, watched a, a podcast. I had listened to a, well, not a podcast, but a video from, a, from Mr. West Ashley, who, mm-hmm. whose views on the Snyder Cut I happen to agree with 100%. And uh, so shout out to Mr. West Ashley, by the way. Um, I, the thing is, I had, I had made a comment when, after watching his video and seeing something something that had been stated about the visual effects or something from Dave, and I had, I had actually made a Twitter comment saying, you know, that you all are proving um, uh, Mr. West Ashley 100% right. And what I, what I had been referring to yeah. is Mr. Wesley's views on the Snyder Cut, on the, on the state of the Snyder Cut, and that type of thing. And what had ended right. up happening was... There had been some other issues going on between them that had yes. to do with had to do with memes and somebody doing something and I you know what and I don't even know all the details because I'm not you know really involved in any of that but yeah. they John Aaron Garza and Dave the Film Junkie took took my response to mean that yeah. I was siding with something personal that was going on yeah. between them. And I had nothing yeah. to do with it and I didn't know anything about it really. Yeah. So when they so when they came so when he they came at me and started attacking me because that's what they thought that I meant, they took yeah. my Twitter comment out of context. Okay? Yeah. And and that's another thing I'm gonna point out. I'm on yes. Twitter for two reasons. I'm on Twitter yes. for the Zod Ryder show and I'm on Twitter for the Snyder Cut, those are the yeah. two reasons that I'm on Twitter. If I'm yes. not, if if I'm not on Twitter for personal for personal issues, I'm not on Twitter mm-hmm. 
for personal disputes or accusing this person and that person of that. If I disagree with you over something Snyder Cut related, yeah. I mean, I can still disagree with you, and I can, but I can yes. still respect you as a person. Like I don't yes. always, I don't always agree with you, Eric, but I can still, yes. I can still respect you as a person. I could still Absolutely. say, oh, I could still say, oh, Absolutely. I, 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 I don't like, I don't like this person over here. I don't like this person over here. Look, everybody that I've met throughout the Snyder Cut movement has been mm-hmm. has have been great people. These are all people that I, I, I could see, I could, I, I would love to call friends and be, you know, and and yes. get to know and be, you know. But I have, but my problem is, like I said, I have nothing personal against anyone. So when I yeah. so when I get involved in stuff like that, people will misconstrue things that I say like like Dave had accused me and said, "Well, you're all you ever do is throw shade at us." And it's like, yeah. "No, Dave, I'm not throwing shade at you. I disagree with you, but I'm not yeah. throwing shade at you. It's nothing personal. Yeah. I'm hey. not coming at you because I I'm not coming at you because I hate you or I'm completely yes. against you. I'm coming at you yes. because I disagree with you on a Snyder yeah. Cut related issue. It has yeah. nothing to do with me and you personally. So that yeah. so that to me was my biggest problem. And then yeah. when I said exactly. then when I told them, then when I told them I only I only made this tweet and I tried to tell uh, Dave and uh, John this. I said I only made this tweet because, you know, Colbert went on a massive blocking spree and blocked wow. everybody. So I yeah. assumed I that the two of you were going to do the same thing and start blocking people. So that's what I was upset about. And he and he was yeah. like, and then and then Dave said to me, well, you know, it's being considered, and meaning that him and John were thinking about blocking me too. So at that point, I was like, okay. They're gonna block me anyway, so I better block them to be, yeah. you know, preemptive and move on. So that's what I did. I blocked both John Aaron Garza wow. and 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 Dave the Film Junkie. And here and here's my here's my opinion on that. I still, having blocked them, have no problems with either one of them personally. It's just a yeah. difference of opinion, and a lot of it is a misunderstanding. I wasn't involved nope. in any of the stuff that existed between. Dave the yeah. Film Junkie and and Mr. West Ashley. I think Mr. Yeah. West Ashley is a good guy. I like Mr. West Ashley. I think he's awesome. I'm having him on my show next week. And I just happen to completely agree with him when it comes to the Snyder Cut yeah. stuff. But that doesn't mean that that I'm that I'm gonna that I'm gonna, you know, be disrespectful yeah. to this person over here or I hate this person yeah. just because I agree with I agree yeah. with Mr. West Ashley. You see, my problem yeah. is that the tribalism yeah. that exists between yes. everybody is what's causing these issues. These issues yes. have degenerated into a lot into a lot worse yes. than what they should be. And personally, I, I think it's ridiculous. So it is ridiculous. I, it is ridiculous. I, I, and seriously, um, I'm glad we can agree on that much. That's yeah, all. That's I, all I, I, I have to say. And, and seriously, look. You talk about you talk about how how often you've been misunderstood. Look, I'll say this: um, under any other circumstances, if I hadn't already interacted with you many different times before, like the la- like the last few things, for example, like you were tweeting about um, our upcoming podcast, this podcast, uh, I remember I was looking at, I was like, dude, what the heck? What are you trying to say that I'm being dishonest or what? But here's the thing. This is no, I'm not trying to yeah. say you're being dishonest. What I'm saying yeah. is there's a perception going around at this point 
that you are yeah. dishonest. So my yeah, idea, my idea yeah, of getting, of bringing yeah. you on the show is giving you a chance to clear the yeah. air and say what you have yeah. to say. I'm not, yeah, was, I'm not about I, that. I'm I, not about accusing anybody of anything because again, I wasn't there during all the project comic con yeah. stuff. I wasn't involved yeah. with, with the, yeah. uh, with the inner workings of project comic con. Yeah. So, so I don't so, know what transpired. So yeah. there but you again, go. But again, but again, like, um, but again, like, um, as I said, but at the same time reading those things, I still knew that look, it's Twitter and, and oftentimes, these kinds of things can easily be misconstrued if you don't hear the person's tone. Like, remember the first time you had me on, that was when I heard, I heard you saying, you know, when you, we were talking about Justice League, the, our, the first time I saw Justice League versus the first time you saw Justice League and you said, you remember thinking Justice League was just fine. Now, and in the tone of voice, as you said that, I knew instantly what you meant. You meant that the Snyder Cut was meh. It was, passable but it but there wasn't anything great about it it was fine but it wasn't great it was not up to par with man of steel and bbs but and then you were interviewed for the uh the ringer article and then you said the exact same thing i knew what you meant but lo and behold these gatekeepers come along they were accusing you of saying that justice league was fine the way it was and honestly that was ridiculous anyone who knew you knew what you meant it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it was. It it's, was a. It was a. You know, it was. A, it was a sarcastic. Yeah. It was a sarcastic way of yeah, of, 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 of dealing with my feelings towards the film. But again, you're right. Every you know, it's easy on Twitter for things to be taken out of context and things yeah. to be misconstrued. And I, in all honesty, I, I honestly, and that's why I say when I when I look at when I see videos and I listen to other podcasts and I and I. And I conform, you know, and I, as an adult, we all conform our yes. own opinions based on what people, who we agree with, who we don't agree with. And, you yes. know, I, as the Snyder Cut stuff has, 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 has gone further and further, I've come to understand and I've come to accept how I feel about it, who I agree with, who I don't yes. agree with, and where I stand on the issue. But with all yes. that being said, I don't necessarily wish ill on other people and I don't and I don't not. condone and I don't condone <laughs> the personal attacks that continue to yes. happen from time to time. Yes. Now, on yes. the other hand, I understand why people will get angry and people will get upset. I understand how like I said, how things can get taken out of context. But at the same yes. time, I just I don't I didn't want to block anybody. And yes. I, I'm the type of person where I do everything that I do. I do it uh, as there's a reason for me doing stuff the way that I do it. And when I've yeah. when I've been doing this podcast, the Zod Rider Show, since 2012, and as yeah. you go back and you look at all the times I've done this show, anybody that I've ever done this show with has never had a bad thing to say about me. And the reason why is because everybody I bring on the Zod Rider Show, I give them respect. Yes. Just because yes. I, if I don't, just because I don't agree with you, doesn't mean that I can't respect you and can't yes. do, can't do a podcast yes. and listen to your yes. point of view. And I yes. honestly, and I look at when I look at, like I said, when I look at Dave and I look at John Aaron Garza, the tragedy of that for me is, I really do 
like those guys. I don't have a problem with those guys generally. Just because I don't agree with them right now on the Snyder Cut stuff doesn't mean that I don't agree with them on other issues and other things that they've posted in the past and other stuff that they post about. John Aaron Garza made the greatest Justice League documentary I've ever seen. He made the periodic cable of Justice League. I was the guy that made all the... All the cover artwork and design designs yes. for the periodic table of Justice League. I absolutely love that thing, and, and yes. I, I, I I have nothing but respect for a man who goes out there and takes yeah. the time to creatively put all that together from their own head and come up with something. I yeah. you know what? And, and and so to me, my problem with this whole misunderstanding and this whole issue between between them, and I'm just speaking about myself personally. I'm not talking about anybody yeah. else. But my whole problem with the issues that exist now between me and them is that I never just be, I never had a problem with them before. My only issues were with them were I disagreed with them on the state of the yeah. Snyder Cut, and that's yes. all it ever yeah. was for me. If I if I was to if I I don't know anything about all the other personal stuff that's going on between them and other people that has nothing yeah. to do with me. So when I, so when I <laughs> sit there and I, I listen to that and I, and I see what's happened and I see what tra- transpires, if it were re- if it were anywhere else, but social media, it would make yeah. me mad because I understand because there's nobody that you get to know that you, that you will like as a person in real life where you'll be able to have these kinds of disagreements and friendships will end over this stupid stuff. We're talking yeah. about a movie for God's sake. <laughs> That's all yes. we're talking about. It's not I mean, people think about think about how ridiculous this sounds. People yes. are fighting over a comic book movie. People are yeah. literally at each other's throats over yes. a comic book movie. It is the most ridiculous thing if you ask anybody yeah. outside of social media, it makes people look like clowns. There's a reason why people look at the Snyder Cut movement and, uh, and other, and uh, not just the Snyder Cut movement, but any movement that has to do with comic book movies or anything of that nature or any kind of fandom like Star Wars fandom and even the MCU and all that. There's a reason why people on the outside that are not fans of that stuff look at us and say, these are a bunch of nutty, crazy people. The reason why they say that and the reason why they use words like toxic is for the very reason yes. that thing, because things like this transpire exactly. and it all plays out on social media. Exactly. And, and seriously, I mean, and seriously, this, 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 just, this is what ticks me off so much. I mean, I have lost friendships or at least people that I considered friends. Over these terrible misunderstandings, like people getting mad at me because, you know, I was like, so, like, so, look, these, there are a couple of people followed me and I followed them back. And then suddenly people are getting on my case. Oh, you like this bot account? Like this people was like around to attack somebody. Like you're evil. Like, you just showed your true colors, Eric. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I, well, I'm to the point where I'll just, blo- see, was, see, I'm to the point where I'll block thing. everybody. I'll block anybody yeah. now. See, and, and this yes. is the thing, I never block, you know, what's funny, Eric, is I never used to block anybody. And now Neither I'm to I. the point where, I'm to the point where I don't even think about it anymore. If I think that there's, there's some sort of issue or I just get a funny feeling that this might be a sock account of somebody that I'm not, that I'm not dealing with anymore, I just block automatically. I don't even think twice about it. And it's gotten to that point, especially 
in you know the Snyder Cut movement. It's like you feel like you're constantly on edge and you're constantly on guard and you're constantly walking on eggshells because you don't want to get into the wrong kind of conversation and you don't want to piss these people off over here in favor of those people over here. When in actuality, everybody should be on the same page, which is to say we yes. all want we all want to raise as much money for Americans for suicide prevention and yes. we want to get and we want to get the Snyder cut released. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly. what it's all about. I don't understand where any of this other stuff comes from. So for me, I, I just I just Why? I, I just start, kind of sit here and say to myself for a while, it's like now you're arguing over semantics because one yes. way or the other, when this thing <clears throat> finally gets released, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna feel good when the movie finally comes out, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna have this hollow feeling at the end of it all, like, oh my god, everybody went through all of this. Just so we yeah. can see a movie, regardless of how good the movie is, it's like you're going to yeah. get to a point where you're going to be like, "Oh my God, think of, look at what it took to finally get here." I mean, look it at the look like at the look at the bridges that were burned as a result yeah. of fighting over this stuff. I mean, I just yeah. that's the thing I don't. That's the thing I. I that's the problem yeah. I'm struggling with right and now. And let me tell you this: like, it's almost it's almost a shame. Like, and I am so glad. Look, whatever my problems are. With Roll, Will Rollins and the other folks like that formed the new Project Comic Con spinoffs. Whatever okay. my problems with them for whatever they did, I am still really excited for what's going to happen in New York. I want to see a, a Times Square digital billboard because imagine the publicity of that. We hit Times Square. And you know, if they're going to do like for the for, for next year San Diego Comic Con, if they do the booth, which is how like the whole thing started, like I was pitching people, hey, look, you know, here's a booth, we could do a fundraiser for it, but of course we were too late for it, so we decided to do other stuff. But if they do, if they do it, and they do it with, and you know, they'll almost certainly do it without me, but whatever. If they do it, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna contribute. I'm going to contribute, and I'm going to. Post images and prove, say, this is proof that I contributed it, and I will use that. I will lead by example, and I will call on everybody in the movement who was pissed off, who was, like, upset, who was, like, extending condolences to me, who were upset and says, well, I'm not donating another cent to these people ever again because of what they did. Well, guys, no. I'm going to donate, and I'm going to call on everyone to do the same. You know why? Because this isn't personal. This shouldn't be personal. This isn't about me. This isn't about Will. This isn't about the nerd queens or Dustin or whoever. This is about getting the Snyder. This is about the Snyder Cut. This is about getting this out. This is about proving to Warner Brothers that we are here. That we are not going anywhere. That we are big. We are strong. We are powerful. And we're not going away until you do it. That's and, and I'm willing to do that. I am willing to go beyond. And that is why. And I told uh, and I told everyone this on the on the vodka stream. I am not going to talk about these about these dust ups and these fights, these infightings and these petty squabblings that happen. Not after tonight. You know why? Because it's not about me. This is not about this should be something bigger than these petty squabbles over 
oh, who founded it? Like, Eric, you're not the founder of anything. Well, who cares? Who cares? This isn't about me. It's not about you. It's about the Snyder Cut and getting that out. And it's about supporting a good cause, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. This is about, this is about being a part of a noble cause. When you fight and live for a cause, is it not still your cause? To quote Ayn Rand in a we the, her first novel, We the Living, it's still your cause. You are devoted to something. You are devoted to your ideals and you are fighting to until you win. And I think we will win. Absolutely. Whatever happened. Whatever happened, whatever happened behind the scenes, and I am upset. You can tell I'm ruffled up by what happened. Whatever happened, whatever fights I, we got, we got into behind the scenes and in the aftermath of Project Comic Con, it was still, I told you this last time and I still believe it with every, everything in my heart. That it was, we turned a corner. It was a milestone in the movement. And I, and I made this big Twitter post after it was done and said, we did it. And I said, I always said that the Snyder Cut release was inevitable and that was going to be released sooner or later. And because of what we did at San Diego, that is, it's now going to be sooner. And whatever happened, I am going to move beyond. I am perfectly willing to move beyond it if everyone else is. Now, I do have backup. Now, I am not a pushover on this. If people continue to attack me in Barrage, well, I have my backup plans. I do, but I don't want to. I want to move on from this. And I want to go beyond this. I want to go back, to, I want to go back to a unified front. Because united we stand, divided we fall. We have the Snyder Cut within our grasp. And if people are more interested in who did what and who deserves credit and what so on, well, I'm not interested in that. In fact, <sighs> I will say this. Um, I am, I have moved on from Project Comic Con and I'm doing some other things with some other folks, but we're kind of keeping them, uh, these things under the radar. Now we may or may not go public with it depending on whether or not we think we're going to need to do a fundraiser for it. But I will say this. Um, there's a good chance that it's going to be completely secret. Until it actually happens. And when it does, it will be another major milestone. It will be something that I'm pretty sure is going to be relatively like not, not that won't cost that much. I mean, it make, it'll go cost a good amount, but it's not going to cost that nearly as much. It's not going to cost like nearly as much. But when we do it, it is going to be something very big. It is going to be very monumental. Like Project Comic Con, when it happened, Go the Google algorithms, search algorithms for the Snyder Cut hit a record high and they stayed there. We're going to do and me and some other a few other folks are going to do it again 
and it's going to be bigger. But here's the thing. There is a good chance that we are not going to talk about it. We're not going to publicize it, and we're not even going to step out and say, hey, we did this. No. Just it's going to be something big that will happen. There is a good chance we'll be anonymous. Now, we'll talk about it and all that. Now, if we have to do a fundraiser for it, then we'll have no choice but to come out. But it's not about us. Okay. This is about the cut. This is about the cut. And this is and, – and as I say, I want a unified front. Whatever these petty squabblings are, I want to move beyond them, and it saddens me that so many people aren't. Well, that's that's one thing that I that's one thing that I I had I had thought about the fact that you have a it seems like you've kind of you've kind of ran into a brick wall as far as your as far as your project Comic Con associations yeah. go and I and I and I and I and I'm wondering I I mean I'm wondering why that is because ultimately I think I think you know when when what you're talking about right now what you're saying about a unified front it seems like that would be something that everybody would be in favor of but at the same time i i i found it i found it to be disheartening when i saw yeah. that you and uh will. you know and for will. example will rollins had fallen out and I, to me yeah. to me that to me was that to me was that really was one of those one of those things that yeah that was one of those things that broke my heart and i wasn't even involved in the in the inner workings of it but i you know i tried yeah. to follow follow along and all that and it was like to me i kind of felt like i'm like but that's like know. if it wasn't for if it wasn't for will rollins if it, and, and and you i mean it's like you guys were were both there at the front of everything so i yes. so to me i so to me i just so to me, that I just kind of that kind of just baffled me, and I and I, I had to step away myself for a minute and say, well, I don't know, I you know, I don't know what that that's all about. But like you said, regardless, you know, the mo- the movement is at its strongest when it is a united front, and that's that's yeah. one of the reasons why I feel like it's important that people have to be able to see the yeah. fact that there are differing differing opinions, yes. but at the same time understand that what we're fighting for should not be in dispute yeah. one way or the other I, we should be fo- I mean, because what we all want is a because this is what we all want we all want yes. a completed a completed Snyder cut that's what we yes. want to see we don't want to see a a previs Snyder cut we want to no. see a fully a fully ready to go blu-ray version of the Snyder cut that's what we want to watch yeah. I'm yes. not, I mean, I don't yes. understand what, I don't, I don't understand what the point of even, of anything else even is. This is what we're, this is what it's, yes. what we're trying to do. We want justice yes. for Zack Snyder. That's what we want. Yes. So and, at, exactly. the, at the end of the day, I, I, that's where I'm, that's where I'm, I'm confused. I don't understand yes. where, and I understand yes. for like a big movement like this, you're going to have yeah. dissension. You're going to have people that, yeah. like I said, are going to disagree. And, and like I said, I've, I've, I definitely disagree with certain, certain aspects. And I'm, and I'm totally honest and open about how I feel about it. But I also feel like people should be able to respect other people's, uh, yes. opinions and views on the Snyder Cut without it impacting them to the point where they, where yes. they completely hate each other and cannot exactly. have a civil discussion. That's basically where I'm at. Yeah, and I'll say this. I mean, look, again, we're talking about like feud with Rollins, and you know what? 
obviously the nerd queens and I don't get along at all anymore. But look, they set up this whole like the Snyder Amazon brigade, and I think that's glorious. It's beautiful. It is like forever, like it is a beautiful visual of the fact that, oh, you want to call Zack Snyder misogynist? We don't think so. And it's so great. And, you know, um, and there are many, many of the, um, and many of those Snyder Amazons are friends of mine now. And, and I, I did tell, I did tell several of them, look, guys, like if your friendship with me causes problems as far as being part of this is concerned, then don't feel obligated to step down from this because of me. The Snyder Cut is what matters. Go right ahead. Do it. And, you know, you know, some of them have said, heck with that. I'm with you to the end of the line. Others have said others have like they didn't say anything. They just like quietly moved on. And I can't fault them for that. But seriously, it's still a great thing. And I give them a lot of credit for that. Just like I gave them credit and I still give them credit for what they did last year. The Nerd Queens were like the only people in the Snyder Cut movement to actually do something last Comic-Con. And I gave them a lot of credit for that, and I still do. And if you will, I'm found, I was founding Project Comic Con. In a way, it was that was part of what inspired it. And to quote Newton, if I have seen further than anyone else, it is because that I stood on the shoulders of giants. It was based on that. It was based off of what Charlie did with the Airborne Banner. That's why I talked with him about it first, and I brought these people on. But nothing, none of the times where I've ever referred to myself as the founder of Project Comic-Con, which I am, none of that should ever be meant to construe to mean that I was cheapening what they were, what they did before. And I, as far as I know, that seems to be the issue, why they're always ticked, pissed off whenever I mention my, refer to myself as the founder or, or in some cases the leader of it. I was a leader of it, certainly, at the very least. But whenever I, I said, said I was the founder, like they got riled up and got mad at me and so on. But look, guys, that does what, what I set up, acknowledging that I set that up, does not cheapen what you did in any way. But, it, but it's like you've said, it's all based on tragic misunderstandings. And really, I look honestly, and this this is almost a horrible, horrible thing for me to say. But you know that Fiona, like Fiona, came back for a little bit, and she was involved with Project Comic Con and all that. And she she and I had some good conversations. And I would and look, I, I, they're private conversations, so I'm not going to share them. But it was some beautiful things where she like gave me some words of encouragement that I'll keep with me to my heart. But then she left again. We're not really sure why. Here's the thing. Whenever she was around, the movement was unified. And I think if she were to come around again and sound a call to unity, we would be unified again. But honestly, looking at how divided we are, all the rifts, all the fighting, all the proud, all the, all the, all those of us who made it personal, part of me wishes she never comes back. Because I don't want her to see this. I don't want her to see this movement that she helped create. I don't want her to see what it turned into. 
I almost don't want her to come back until we win. Because I can't imagine what it would do to her. It would break her heart. And I don't want that to happen. Well, with all, with all due respect though, with all the division that exists, yeah, we're still, we're still fighting. And that is the one thing that you have to, that you have to respect regardless. We're all still in the fight. And like I said, we may, we may disagree. And, yeah. and that, that, that's the thing. If we could just find common ground amongst our disagreements yes. and move forward, for the task at hand and for the goal, for Zack Snyder, for Americans for Suicide Prevention, yes, we would we would be in a much much better place. And like I said, a lot of there are a lot of people that are involved in this Snyder Cut movement that know yes. nothing of the squabbles you're talking about. That have yes, never had not. that have never had a bad experience. That have just been doing the work and fighting, doing participating in the campaigns and doing what they can. Yes. To spread the word to people to get yes. the truth out. And that, yes. and that I feel is a bigger, is a bigger thing. All of, everybody is, has contributed to the Snyder Cut movement in some way. Yes. And honestly, that, yes. uh, th- there, there's no, you can't put a price on, on the kinds of positive things that have come out of, Pro- of Project Comic-Con and have come out of yes. the Snyder Cut in general, the Snyder Cut movement as a whole. So for, yes. me, it, so for me, it's all about trying to find common ground and respect people and agreeing to disagree and to just trying to do the best you can to get to yes. the main goal which is all we should really be trying to do. So I, when I when I think about things like this, you know, and I think and I see the direction and I see how things have gone and what things have turned into, it it doesn't surprise me that there have been a lot of high-profile people that have left. People with bigger yes. voices who have said, "You know what? I'm not going to be involved anymore because this is what's happened now. This is what we what it's turned into." But what you have to remember is whenever you have a big movement like this, whenever you have something that encompasses so many people, you're going to have rifts, you're going to have yes. issues, and you're going to have disagreements. There's no there's no way around it. So you yeah. can't so so it can't be it can't be something that keeps anybody down. It's just something that we have to deal with and we have to continue on. And so I, yeah. I and so when I look when I listen to all this stuff, I'd love to see everybody united. I'd love to be able to I'd love to be able to go to go on Twitter and see and, and, and have a and be able to have a podcast where I got where I got me and and, and 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 Mr. Wes Ashley across the table from from you and John Aaron Garza and and, and Dave yeah. the film junkie and have everybody together in a, in a way yes. just using just using them as an example. Now I mean it would be nice to be able to find common ground in what we're yes. all trying to do and not and not see a negative scenario. But Absolutely. because people have so many different views of and so many different ways that they see things that you know that's why it's the way that it is it's human nature when you have a different opinion and you have a different viewpoint mm-hmm. and you and where you're directly clashing with someone else and that's yes. what it is that's what it's all about but i but like i said i have tried and this is what I, this is what i'm trying to do and and I don't know, you know, and like I said, I don't know how successful I'm being. I'm trying 
to not take any of it personally, and I'm trying yeah. not to try yeah. to make anybody else feel like I'm taking it personally towards yeah. them. Because, like yeah. I said, for me, I don't when I when I have a disagreement and I go at somebody about mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut, it's over the Snyder Cut. It's not yes. about anything personal. So as far as all that goes, yeah, as far as all that goes, that's that's really all that's about. And obviously, yeah. it sounds like, you know, the stuff that you've gone through has impacted you as well. And it's just one of yeah. those situations where you wish you could, you wish you could re, you could, you could have a do over and that you could yeah. fix it. But at the same time, you also have to accept the fact that this is the reality yeah. of what you're in and you just have yeah. to move on and try to be as positive about it as you can. Yes. And, and honestly, and, yeah. And honestly, yeah. man, like I will say this. Um, it's the funny thing is, um, when it, when you announced that I was like going on your show, you know how many people warned me not to do it? A lot of people did. A lot of people warned me that, that there was, that it was a trap. And I said, no. Well, look, it, it, worst case scenario, if it is, I'm prepared. But look, I've been with this guy. He's a good guy. We look, can disagree. I, look, we I can reach you, out. I, I had you on my show before. Okay? Yes. And, and we just can like, disagree. and just like I've had you here before, I've had, I had, the ironic thing is, I had Dave the Film Junkie. Chris Wong yeah. Swenson and John Aaron Garza on my yes. last on my last live broadcast. I had all of those guys at one yes. time in the very spot where you're in right now. And let me be yes. and let me be perfectly clear and say one thing. I have nothing but respect for all of those gentlemen. And to be yes, honest sir. with you, if it wasn't for this for this rift that we have because of our disagreements with the Snyder cut, we'd all still be friends. So yeah. I don't, so, so to me, I'm not, that's, that's the thing. Having you on was not really an issue for me. I mean, I understand you have your detractors. I have my detractors as well. I know yes. you had people telling you not to come on the show because I had yeah. people telling me that it was that it was probably not a good idea for you to, to have, for me to have you uh, on the show. So I understood yes. this and I'm going to yeah. tell you something. I'm going to let you know something else that, that, that is that the situation is. I reached out, okay, several times to Dave the Film Junkie. I reached out to him several times to try and solve whatever issue it was that he had with me going back going back to when her him and I had our first disagreement about the actual about the uh the state of the Snyder Cut. I tried to I tried to reach out to him several times before it escalated to the point where you know, it was like there was no choice but to block. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I'm at the point. I'm at the point. Like I said, with with like I said with you, with you, you and me never never went there because we no. always had we always had an understanding where we could disagree. But at the end of the day, even if yeah. we disagree, we both want the same thing, which is for the yes. Snyder Cut to be released. We're here for Zack Snyder. We're not. Our views are mm-hmm. not. Our views are, are might be different on certain things, but at the end, it's it, we're united in what we what we want to see happen. So, to me, I just I, I just never understood why that couldn't be the same. Why could mm-hmm. that couldn't exist the same way with other people as well? And I and I like mm-hmm. I said, I think what it was was I think unfortunately. Uh, I think the reason why things got the way that they did with, between myself and, and Dave the Film Junkie was because 
I was I was being lumped into something that I wasn't a part of. Yeah, again, join the club. Where, again, join the club. Ta- this whole we're talking club about, nonsense. Where we're, where, where, where we're talking about where when we talk about yeah. misunderstandings. Yeah. Okay, when, when you're talking about misunderstandings, that's what it is. You you essentially yeah. are looking at you're looking at a misunderstanding where you're being thrown into something that you that you're really not involved in, and yeah. and because you said something. It was misconstrued the wrong way, and now and now this is where it is. So I, so again, I, I don't like I said at this point. I have nothing personal against those those guys. And as far as the forty club stuff goes, yeah, I, I the entire time I've been on Twitter, I've used the term forty club. I think once or twice, and yeah. the only reason I ever I ever even used the term forty club is because. Yeah. That's what, you know, they were being referred to for the longest time. And I don't necessarily know, you know, and and, and I kind of understand now where it comes from, you know, the whole $40 million thing. But, but I just, but to me, I just, I just look at it and I say to myself, okay, well, these guys over here, they have a different view than I have. But like I said, at the end of the day, I can still respect them for the things that they've done, the things that they, that they continue to try to do. But at the same time, I, have a different view of how things should be and yeah. then and now we need to talk about something else that's uh-huh. a little bit yeah. that's a little bit that kind of kind of tipped me over kind of tipped me over a little bit and that is yeah. there was a vero post there was a vero Ooh. post where someone had made a comment about about the about uh i believe it was they were they were talking in regards to these quote unquote 40 club members being mm-hmm. against being against Zack Snyder or working for uh, yeah. Jeff Johns or Disney or both. <gasps> oh pa- my to, God! Did they seriously? I to, didn't know about to that. Parafra- to paraphrase, to paraphrase the to paraphrase the the, the uh, post, and Zack Snyder not only liked the post, but Zack Snyder himself said, "I believe he said something like, I think you're right,' agreeing." Okay. With that gentleman now, now, I now when I saw that, I it, it took me back for a moment because I started to think. I started to think, you know, I did, you know, I disagree with these guys over here, and I agree with these guys over here. And when I see Zack Snyder liking something like this and commenting something like this that is directly counter to these guys over here, it. It just it brings okay. it brings things in a different in a different okay. light, and now I want to know what your view of this oh. is. Okay, let's let's clear this out of the way now. The now the video that he actually responded to that was Hamad's video. Hamad's video was in general just it was a long video, and it took a while before he even got to the specifics, like the like forty club or whatever. But for the most part, like he was just talking about in general about how he didn't like the divisions in the movement and how it was hurting us. We need to go beyond that. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's what Zach was referring to. I mean, he's just sitting. He's just wa- looking at the beginning of the video. He says, I think he's right. Okay, fine. Enough of this, enough of this squabbling, enough of this divisions. And really, he's out making a movie. I'm pretty sure he's like skimming through stuff at most. Now. As far as this, because like he's just talking about the divisions of the movement and needs to stop. Oh yeah, I think he's right. And you know what? I think he's right too. So I say thank you. Now I was shocked when I saw that, but the more I learned about what the video actually was, 
and how long it was and how much it take. I was like, there you go. No, no, no. And by the and as and and also what's also worth noting, shortly after that video, because people were using that as proof that C Zach is on to Garza and Dave and the Forty Club. No, no, no. Shortly after that, Zach like liked a post on Vero by John Aaron Garza. Obviously, there's no hard feelings between the two of them. Okay, okay, John, but here's a, here's a point that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna yeah. make in counter to what you're saying. Okay, when Zach when Zach likes something on Vero, okay, mm-hmm. for a, a, anything, a post from 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 Mr. West Ashley or a post from uh, John Aaron Garza. If he li- yeah. just because he likes a post, you know, you know when you when you like a post. It's one thing you can he can like he can like anything you could post a a Justice League fan made picture and he could and he could like it but my yeah. thing is when when you when you actually when the man himself actually takes the time to comment on yeah. a post on a particular yeah. video that tells me that Zack well, Snyder is paying attention he's not yeah. Zack Snyder is not and this is where I this is why I get where I get frustrated particularly with John Aaron Garza, because it seems like every time somebody says something about the Snyder Cut being complete or uh, the Snyder Cut or, or even even Zack Snyder, uh, the, the cut is done. It's done. It's up to Warner Brothers to release it. You could take somebody's words and you could take words out of their mouth. You can put words in their mouth. You could take anything anybody says to... Yeah. Twist it around to fit whatever narrative you wanna you wanna uh, yeah. you wanna make. So when Grace yeah. Randolph, and I know yeah. I know I know you don't like her. I know a lot of other people don't like her. Yeah. But then I know a lot of people that do like her and actually do listen to her. Yeah. I'm kind mm-hmm. of indifferent when it comes to her. Like I'll listen to some of her stuff and some of her stuff. Eh, it doesn't matter. But here's the thing: when when yeah. Grace that that day Grace Randolph came out and said that. Hey, the Snyder cut is uh, the Snyder cut exists, and it's one hundred percent complete. Mm-hmm. Okay, when she said that, I asked John Aaron Garza. I asked Mr. Garza myself. I said, I said, well, well, I mean, what do you what do you think about that? What's your you know what's your view on that? And he said to me, literally, and this is what he said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the tweets in front of me. He said that. Basically, what he was trying to say was that that um, Grace Randolph didn't know what mm-hmm. she was saying. She was what she was saying. She was she basically was wording things wrong, and yeah. that's a very and that's a very common thing that I'm seeing when it comes to people that disagree mm-hmm. with their well, view on things. If if, yeah. I, if I don't if I don't agree with your view, it's only mm-hmm. because. Because I'm not saying it right. It's the same with yeah. Zack Snyder. So you're saying that Zack Snyder doesn't know what he's saying. Zack Snyder well, could have just as easily this, told people. No, no. Zack Snyder could have just as easily told people, the movie, yeah. the movie has a little bit of work left, or it has some work to be done. Zack could have said that. Zack is not an idiot. Zack could have said exactly what. So when Zack specifically says. It's done. It's up for the, up to the studio to release it. He's not saying this to you because he doesn't have nothing else to do. He's saying this to you because it's the truth. Yeah. He could have he could have worded it ten million different ways to where he could have just as easily said, 
Well, it's almost finished. It has it has this to be done. Well, it has this to be done. But this. he didn't say that. So I let mean, me ask you, you this. I gotta what? ask you this though. Um, you you say well, you know, if if the video is as hardcore against Garza and so on as people say, mm-hmm. and if when when Zach said I think he's right, he was agreeing with that okay. notion. Okay. If all of that is true. Then why did the why did Zach not break off contact with John Aaron Garza? Because Vero, if you know anything about how Vero works, it only appears on your it only appears on your channel if you're following them. Yeah. Unless or unless you physically go you search for a person's name and then go to the channel yourself and then you click follow. Otherwise, uh-huh. they ain't appearing in your feed. Yeah. So I, I agree. So if so I if Zach. But I, but I also believe that maybe Zack Snyder, and, and this is just, this is just my, my opinion, maybe Zack Snyder, being a reasonable adult who can, who can, who can comprehend things and can understand, can understand multiple points of view, which is why he can seek and also, like you and I are doing, we can have a civil discussion, but we can also disagree about certain things. And just because we disagree about certain issues doesn't mean that we disagree on everything, which is to say that just because Zack Snyder may not agree with how Dave the Film Junkie and John Aaron Garza are presenting the state of the Snyder Cut, it doesn't necessarily mean that he disagrees with everything that they're doing and doesn't necessarily mean that he's blanketly going to disregard everything John Aaron yeah. Garza posts. Because yeah. when you follow somebody and when you, are, when, you are, when you consider that person to be an ally or you consider that person to be friendly towards you, you can have a disagreement and not yes. have it impact you completely to the point where you're going to get totally and that, mad and totally yeah. disassociate yourself with the person like the way uh, um, uh, Dave the Film Junkie said that he was, he was going to do with me. So in the end, I kind of feel, yeah. like, I kind of feel like that's the difference. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe he disagrees. Maybe he agrees with that video because he doesn't like, like you said, like he doesn't like the infighting or whatever. Maybe he agrees yeah. that that the that the forty club, quote unquote, are 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 kind of working counter to what we're trying to accomplish here. But at the same time, he respects John Aaron Garza and and love him or hate him, whatever you think of John Aaron Garza. John Aaron Garza has done some good things for the movement. Yeah. So so what yeah. do you so where do you draw I mean that's what I'm saying. Where do you draw the line? The only thing I can say is if you're a reasonable adult and you know how to communicate with people and you understand that people are going to have a difference of opinion that means that you're allowed yes. to continue to associate yes. with people even if you you disagree with them. And I'm going to tell you Absolutely. another truth about, about John Aaron Garza. Yeah. He, John Aaron Garza has me blocked on Twitter, but guess yeah. what? The man, still fo- the man still follows me on Vero. So, yeah. let me, so, so let me just put that out there for everybody yeah. who thinks that you, you can disagree, you, just because yeah. you're disagreeing on Twitter or you don't, or you're not, or you're not seeing eye to eye on something on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is a very different place from Vero. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be it's honest not, with you. That's how pretty much is. Uh, I've, no, I've noticed, I've noticed Vero is a lot, I've noticed that Vero yeah. is a lot more, I've noticed that so, Vero is a lot more of a pleasurable place than Twitter. Yeah. That's for sure. You want to get into the down and dirty fighting, you go on Twitter. When you have, when you have, 
when you just want to post positive stuff and you just want to post pro this, pro that, you go on Vero. Yes, and it's almost like a code of honor that you don't post these negative attack nonsense on on Vero. Seriously. Jack is there. It's it's like the Continental. No fighting in the Continental. No assassinations in the Continental. You know, I, I thought about I thought about that, but then I also thought about the flip side of that, the other side of that coin, which is yeah. if you if you're saying that you can if all you want to do when you're on when you're on Vero is post yeah. positive things about Zack Snyder, and then yeah. you go on your video and you go on your YouTube video or your podcast or whatever you do, people. and you start yeah. talking all kinds of shit about about yeah. oh. Well, the movie, uh, this and this and this. Oh, I don't think it's going to get released. Oh, this and this and this. You, you're basically, it's like, it's like, it's like you're being, it's like you're being, it's like you're being two-faced. But my thing about this is, what about, what about if Zach's following you on Vero? Who's to say that Zach didn't watch a, a, an episode of the, of the, of the uh, film junkie, junkie vodka stream. Who's to yeah. say that they, that he didn't listen to an episode says, of of real hey, anarchy where John Aaron Garza yeah. is sitting there talking about how the how in every in every single in every single uh, ti- every single time Zack Zack Snyder posts an image of something from the Snyder cut that's unfinished. John Aaron well, Garza does a video and dissects the image, and uh, Dave oh. the Film Junkie does a video where he dissects the image. Who's to say that Zack Snyder didn't see that yeah. stuff? You know, you see, that's know my watches, that's the point. Yeah, we know he watches uh, Chris Wong Swenson's show. He oh, absolutely. Told Chris Wong he's You'd have show. to be you. You couldn't even you couldn't be uh, in yeah. the Snyder Cut movement and not watch yes. Chris Wong Swenson's show. Let me he, let me tell you something about yeah. about that man. That is a guy. I'm, that I I, I I love with all my heart. I love Chris Wong Swanson. He is amazing. I've never had any issues with him at all. I've never had a disagreement with the man. I've never had anything. I, I don't have a, I don't have a negative thing to say about the guy. I love the guy one hundred percent. And so to do me, I. And he, he, I'm actually I am actually a moderator for his channel. He made me a moderator for his channel. Way back. he's a beautiful. Yeah. He's a beautiful guy. I, I I cannot I cannot say that. And that's another thing that you and I can completely agree on. He is he is just he's just a wonderful guy. He's like the he's like the poster child of the Snyder Cut man. You think about you think yeah. about all that. You know I I'll watch his videos just mm-hmm. because I want to feel uplifted. I'll be having a bad day. I'll go to work, and before I start work, I'll get I'll get some coffee. I'll sit in front of my computer, and I'll watch his video to start my day. I start my day with Chris so Wong Swanson, and I'm going to tell so you why. Yeah. Because it starts the day in a very positive way. Yes, Period. it is. I, I don't watch nobody else. I don't listen to no other podcast. I, I, I check him out 100% because he is by far the one of the best people. I And, and like I said, the first... The very first podcast I did in regards to the Snyder Cut, he was my guest, and I had him on, and I will always, I will always be grateful for even yeah. being able to have him on my show. And not like I'm grateful to Dave and Garza for being on the last Snyder Cut yes. episode that I did. Like I said, yes. I, I don't have anything personal against these people, which is why, to me, it is so, it is so yes. important for people yes. to just, to just, Try to put their personal disagreements aside and focus yes. on what is important. I yes. wish we could all. I wish we could all, as a group, agree. 
that the Snyder yeah. Cut is complete. It exists. It's ready to go. And and we could just be fighting for that. But not everybody agrees with that. Yeah. So that's why you have you have you have the divisions that you have. And yeah. I wish that I wish that it would be it would be easier for other people to understand where where we're coming from on that and where then where you guys are coming from too. And I mean yeah. personally when I look at, I, I, like I said, everybody that I've met through the mm-hmm. Snyder Cup movement, I've I've been very, I, you know, I've been very happy with. I've had great yeah. conversations with everybody, and and yeah. to be honest with you, uh, you know, I when I look at people like Chris Wong Swenson, who is, to me is the gold standard, and then you have yeah. people, and, and then you have people that you've met that you know that you know are really good people that are yeah. in it for all the right reasons, and I kind of feel like whatever is in your heart. And as long yeah. as you're in it for the right reasons and you're in it for Zack Snyder and you're in it for artistic integrity, you just do what you do, regardless of what other people, yeah. what other people say. You do what, what makes you feel the best and yeah. how you're trying to perceive it. Because yeah. no matter what you do, everybody is not going to agree with you. Yeah. You're not going to ever exactly. have everybody completely on the same page with you. But if we yes. can all just agree that we want the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut and we're going to keep fighting for that – that's all that matters. That's you know? all that matters. And if I could tell one story that should give us all hope for unity in the movement. There was this guy, um, you probably, you've probably seen him on Twitter, Lord Smarmy Pants. Yeah. At first, yeah, at first, he and I got along great and we were all great. And then suddenly out of the blue, he, he started, he like locked him, he got mad and he like locked himself away. We had a couple of minor disagreements beforehand, but suddenly he locked himself away. And then afterwards, like, he came back, blocked me and then behind the block wall was starting to spread you know vicious like terrible like things like saying that i didn't want the snare cut to be released and all that that i was told that's part of the move on crowd and all that and i was ticked off but you know what happened a few months a couple months ago he unblocked and he came clean and he and he called me up says eric i'm sorry uh it was a terrible misunderstanding i got some bad info and I assumed the worst, and I'm sorry. And I said, it's okay. We're good now. And we reconciled. We, even in the worst of splits, and I thought, as far as I was concerned, that guy was dead to me. But then he, re- but then he realized his, the, the problem. And then he came clean, and then we talked, and we are, we're friends, we're friends again. We're, we're getting along great. You know what that proves to me? More than anything, whatever our squabbles, whatever our disagreements, men are still good. We fight, we betray one another, but we can get, we can get together, but we can do better. We win, we can win. We can pick ourselves up. We can do better. We will. And that's yeah, that. I guess, I guess, you know, I guess there's not, you know, you really can't say a whole lot after that when you quote, when you quote Batman v Superman. I, I just, yes, sir. I honestly, you know, I, I really don't, you know, you know, at that point you've, you've kind of ended it in a, in a, on a positive note. I, I yes, just, sir. you know, I just want to say, and, and this is, this is really, you know, I, this has really been kind of, this has really been a good show. I feel like for me, I'm glad I'm glad that we had this discussion because for me so I feel like I got a lot of things off my chest how I felt mm-hmm. 
And I kind of yeah. felt like feel like this whole episode was just was just a big rant between two yeah. people that are just trying yeah. to trying to understand what's going on. And and honestly, it it, it 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 makes me feel like there is a way that everybody can reach some common ground. I don't know, and I don't know what it's going to take for that to be the case. But I feel like that I feel like it's possible. And I, and I think once we see that we're like inside of our destination and the Snyder Cut's going to get released, because once this movie gets released, I, I, I think I think everything is going to change. I think then people, you know, all those disagreements and like you, point, you pointed out, none of these petty squabbles are going to really matter in the grand scheme of things. Once the Snyder Cut's released, Everybody's going to be happy. We're going to be rejoicing because we finally got what we wanted. So I I don't, you know, right now I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's going to stay like this for a little while and we're going to, and people are going to just have to agree to disagree and try to move, try to move forward. But I, you know, I I just, I I, I like being able to have a discussion about it and being able to at least talk with somebody who I know and who I know that I I don't always agree with, but in the end, I feel like it, it. There's there's a lot to be said about just sitting down and having a civil discussion. Honestly, yep. honestly, I, I I I you know if 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 uh, if if Mr. West Ashley and Dave the Film Junkie could sit down and have a discussion like the one you and I have been having for the last two hours, <laughs> you yeah. you you could you would you would. It would be amazing if that could happen. Then there would be. Then there's hope for everybody, because honestly, when you when you disagree, when you disagree on a on a core level, the way certain people do, and you're able to see and you're able to see through that and understand that there is another person on the other end, and that that's that's the other thing that I that I've I, that I'm trying to see. At the end of the day, when you're not, it's a little, it's a lot different when you're not when you're not on Twitter. It's easy to be on Twitter and, and and typing and being a keyboard warrior saying everything. Yeah. But when you're but yep. when you're actually sitting in front of, with a person and you're actually discussing and talking to a person, you know, mm-hmm. you're able to see the human side of things. And it's yeah. ironic because that's all we've been trying to get Warner Brothers to do is see the yeah. human side of all of this. Is see the fact that there are human beings involved in this and that those human beings need to be respected and need yeah. to get their due. Meaning the cast and crew and Zack Snyder himself and all those actors and crew members and people that didn't that got screwed over as a result of the theatrical cut of Justice League. So yes, I so to me, like I said, I, I just think that there's that there's a way to find common ground, and there's a way for people to to see past their own personal their own personal views and understand that there are people on the other end. And I, that's just what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that at some point maybe we'll get to see some kind of we'll get to see some kind of thing where people that were otherwise quote unquote enemies are able yeah. to reconcile, like the example you gave, and. And find you know, and, and and understand that you know, hey, he has a different opinion than I do, or she has a different opinion than I do. But you know, at the end, I can respect that, and this person can respect me, and we can still be friends, and we can still keep yes. fighting alongside each other, regardless yes. of what little element we disagree on. Because yes. 
And the bottom line, to use weasel business words, the bottom line of this entire thing is the yes. disagreements that exist between, I'm just going to use myself as an example, between mm -hmm. myself and John Aaron Garza and Dave the Film Junkie in terms of how much we feel the differences in terms of the state of the Snyder Cut. When you mm -hmm. think about it, it's very, very, very insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Yes, when the, it when is. The, when the cut is actually released, none of that is going to matter because all that's going to matter is the fact that you're finally getting, is the fact that you're finally able to enjoy a Zack Snyder movie. So, uh, a Zack Snyder Justice League movie. So, so yeah, that, that's, that's where it is. I, and I, and like I said, I think, I think if, if more people could, Find a way to communicate and tell what they and say what they have to say. You know that's you know that the the movement would be a better place. And in spite of the in spite of all the division that exists, I think the movement is still for the most part very very strong and very very good. And in the end, we will succeed and get what we want. So absolutely, absolutely, that's, man. That's just my take on it, man. I, I don't know, but uh, on that yep. note. I think I'm going to go ahead and we're going to I'm going to go ahead and uh and end tonight's mm -hmm. episode. I, I hope everybody who's listening uh got a chance to hear you out and understand where you were coming from. Yes I, sir. I, I certainly hope the people listening got a chance to understand where I was coming from and hopefully the people that told <clears> you <throat> that it was not a good idea that you come yeah, out here under, understand that that the intention of giving you on here was not to attack you for 2 hours about Thank your God. views or your personal issues with other people, but just yeah. to under, understand where you were, try to understand where you were coming from. Because, uh, because I, uh, because next week I have mm -hmm. Mr. West Ashley on the Zod Rider show. I believe mm -hmm. the following week I will be having, uh, Will Rollins on the show. And I'm in the process of working out something with, something with the Nerd Queens. So, um, well, I'm going to try to work something out with the Nerd Queens. I shouldn't say I'm in the process. I, I did, I did uh, shoot them a message uh, in, a, in a tweet that I was interested in having them on. So hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to have them on as well. But the idea is I just want to hear from everybody. I want to know the perspective. Basically, I'm kind of feeling like I want to know the state of the movement from all sides of the spectrum. And yes, I mean, it's nice. And like I said, it's nice to hear different you know, different viewpoints and I just find it and and and, and it's like I, I, I kinda look at it like what like where you've just said. You were on here before and you know how I am and you know what the what my show is like. So and you know yeah. you're gonna you're gonna come on here and you're not gonna be you're not gonna be personally attacked. So I'm glad that I'm glad that you got a chance to again see that and understand that and know that when I do when I do my show I'm as professional as possible, and I and I go yes, out of my way to make sure that everybody who comes on this show feels comfortable because I definitely yeah. would not want to ever do a show where I did nothing but insult people. So yeah. just getting just yeah. getting that out of the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As a pre as a as a as an ending as a way to end the show. So with that, I do want to thank you, Eric Blake, for joining me tonight. You are, of course, welcome sure. back. And I'm pretty sure Heck we yeah. will. I'm pretty sure we will. We will do another show in the future at some point. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and in the meantime, 
uh, Warner Brothers released the Snyder Cut, and everybody hey, send out your send out your letter to Ann Sarnoff along with your Snyder dollars sure. at the yes, at the sir, appropriate at the appropriate time. You know, I start. You know, on a on a, on an ending note, I did I did start actually start writing mine, and I yeah. re and I've I've. I've actually restarted it three times because I wanna uh, I wanna make sure I wanna make sure that it's I wanna make sure that it's better than the than the letter that I wrote to Walter Hamada and I felt like I felt like the letter that I wrote to Hamada was pretty long I think it was a four I think it was four pages well and, uh, and uh, this this letter that I'm gonna write to Ann Sarnoff I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be as I'm gonna try to be as descriptive and as as polite and as Honest as possible. So we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. <coughs> but I gotta. But I, we're gonna wrap things up. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the Zod Rider Show. You've been listening to uh, PSN-Radio.com, and I will be back next week with my special guest, Mr. West Ashley. Have a good night, everyone.